I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Tonight, we are going to talk about the dark side of spiritual awakening and what that term means and what you can do to mitigate some of this excess crazy energy as you go through a awakening. Um, stay with us and we'll be right back. Hi everyone, and we're back. So let's get into what a spiritual awakening is and what it's not. You know, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about that term. There's a lot of differing opinions about what it is and what it means to go through a spiritual awakening and a spiritual renaissance. But what we're talking about through the scope of this podcast episode, it's more in the context of self-awareness, self-discovery, and examining the deeper parts of yourself and factualizing and reasoning and learning about yourself to become whole as opposed to just parts of light or parts of darkness you're a whole person we're made of many parts so let's get into some of the misconceptions about what a spiritual awakening is i mean i've heard people talk about like you go through it and your life will be perfect and you know it's just so easy and you'll have psychic powers and you know be able to read people and stuff like that but a lot of people these days are showing it as you do some yoga and drink some chai latte tea and, and you'll be fine you know like that's that's it and that it that it has this like positive vibes only kind of connotation to it nowadays in the modern sense of it but what we're talking about is really like the call to spirituality the call to understanding yourself the call to you know, awakening and enlivening your own beliefs and empowering yourself, you know? Um, and that is not easy. That is not easy, point blank, period, end of story. We could almost finish it here, but we won't. <laughs> um, it's, it's more than that, you know? A lot of times we see on these social media apps, we see the witch aesthetic or the spiritual aesthetic or, you know, these modern day new age yogis and wisdom people, you know? And what we don't realize is that these are only representations of ideas and of perceptions, but that we need to choose wisely within ourselves to find what works for us within our own self-empowerment journey. Now, I want to clear up one thing. Yes, spiritual gifts do come in when you're going through your spiritual awakening, if those are the gifts that you are meant to have. You know, um, when I was going through my own awakening journey, which I'm still on, by the way, it's a lifelong thing. Um, I really found my voice through that process. And I found what guides me in an inner sense, you know, 
And that was one of the biggest gifts that I had gotten on a spiritual sense was what am I supposed to be doing with my life? What do I want out of life? You know, how can I be of service to others and to give back to what I have taken? You know, it's a different type of mindset that you gain through this process. And to me, that's a bigger spiritual gift than mind reading, you know, (laughs) um, yeah, some people do get heightened intuition, which is great, but it's really what you do with that intuition, which is what's more important here. You know, it's not really about showing your friends a cool party trick. It's much more about the spiritual aspect of that, you know, as you're doing the deep dive and finding out what you believe, you know, because we all grow up with this sense of standards that are handed down to us, you know, based on our culture you know, where we live, what time in history we're living in, you know, um, what our parents have taught us, what society has taught us. And at a certain point in your life, you have to stop and deconstruct that and really ask yourself, like, well, why do I believe this? You know, was it taught to me? Is this something that somebody else believes and that I was told I need to believe? Or is this something that rings true to me? And I notice a lot of people come to this question when they start to get in their mid 20s to early 30s you know it starts to open up a chasm in your soul where you need to fill it in with something you know because it's this this perpetual ache of i you know something's not right here and i don't know what it is you know that's what leads a lot of people to their spiritual awakening you know but it's truly different for everybody it's a very individualized experience You know, there are cultures that see it in a certain way, you know, historically, your spiritual awakening has been seen in many different ways, you know, throughout history and throughout the world. It's just nowadays, when we examine it from a modern perspective, it gets caught up in a lot of the new age, you know, um, offerings that we find all around us, you know, people, you know, the new gurus or the people who have all the answers, the super spiritual people, when they may not necessarily have your best interests at heart. And some of them are trying to line their pockets instead of expanding your minds and your hearts, you know, so you need to be careful, but that's part of the process. That's part of the thing that you need to learn. Let's talk about some of the symptoms of a spiritual awakening, because those can be really enlightening in and of itself. You know, um, you start feeling disconnected. You start like questioning what you're doing here on earth. Like, you know, I've lived X amount of years and now I have potentially X amount more to live. You know, what do I do with that? What do I want out of that? What is the meaning in it for me? Um, you want, you start feeling pushed towards goals, um, towards a certain path in life. You know, there's a lot of people who turn to the healthcare field because they know they want to heal people. And they're like, well, this is the way you heal people. And they think that that's the only way when there are other paths that you can take as well. You know, it's just how a lot of people seem to find their way, you know, especially like I see for nurses a lot. A lot of you are very gifted, you know, um, spiritually, and you, you give back in that way through caring and through nursing. There's some people that are really starting to see the bigger picture in their lives. Um, Instead of looking at the here and now and what's right in front of you, they start to think a couple steps ahead, a couple of years ahead, start to plan, start to think, well, what do I want to do? You know, um, these are starts, these are some basic symptoms that 
you know, really show that you're, you're at that point in your life where you are re-examining, you know, a lot of people start to go through a deconstructive part where you're deconstructing colonialistic ideas and how you fit in that colonial system. And that can be very painful for some as they're going through that process, you know, especially people who, you know, myself included, who come from ancestry of strife and, and struggle and, you know, and, and people having power over you that you don't consent to, you know, there's, it's, it's difficult. There's a lot there to unpackage. And through doing this spiritual awakening process, you are finally unpackaging some of those things. You're not carrying them on anymore. You're examining them, you know, settling them and, and examining how you feel and your ties to them. And that's an extremely healing and important thing to do for yourself. Now let's get into the darker sides. You know, this is the side that people don't really talk about much when it comes to your spiritual awakening. You know, people think it's rainbows, flowers, la la la, we're going to be happy, we're going to have inner peace, and be then, but they don't really know what that means. And they don't really know that there are a lot of other things that come up when you start to re-examine, especially when you talk about trauma, you know. Um, for me and my own experience, I experienced a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety, you know, feelings like, like I can see the problem clearly and I realize that it is way bigger than anything that I can do. You know, I can't fix it single-handedly, you know, and that can feel very jarring and overwhelming. You know, you start to feel alone sometimes, you know, you start to realize that the people around you may not be the best people that you should have around you. You know, um, you start to look at some of the strong beliefs that you believe again and realize that, you know, maybe these are for other people's beliefs. Um, you can also feel like you're wandering through this experience, like you don't have a, like a full set of rules of what to do, you know, and the fact that there's no structure can kind of trip people out sometimes, you know, they feel like, like they're spiraling out of control when some of that is part of the process. You have to unravel before you can build yourself back up stronger and more resilient, you know. Um, when we talk about the darker sides, we need to talk about the family aspect. You know, there is a lot of deconstructing that you do on a familial level. You start to think about, you know, your ancestral story. You know, how did you get here? You know, what happened? What were the events over the decades and, and the years that led you here? You know, and, um, and are you, and is it a healthy place? You know, are the people that brought you here healthy? Are they looking at life from a healthy way? Or are you just perpetuating, you know, um, things that were taught to you? You know, it, it goes deep. It goes so deep, real down in the basement where we keep the boxes we don't want to look at anymore. That's the kind of work you have to do here with this awakening. It's like spring cleaning for the soul. It's just, if you're going through this awakening process and you hit some of these darker sides, don't feel totally derailed and give up in and throw in the towel. It's just, you need to be aware that there's a darker side to spirituality. You know, um, people always put it in such a framework that they don't realize that 
you, not everybody fits into that framework and it's not always the same for everybody. There are darker things that you have to go through, especially if you've lived a hard life. There's things that you need to unpack that other people may not carry and may not have to own up to or deconstruct for themselves. So really it's, it's something you need to go through. Now, we're going to talk about the things that you can do to balance some of this darker aspects of your spiritual awakening. And the first one is going to be a real unexpected one, but it's therapy. Therapy. <laughs> Go to therapy. Um, start journaling. Start questioning things. Start asking yourself what you want for your life. You know, start asking yourself, who am I? You know, if you feel like the depression has got you, the anxiety has got you, all these issues that and these traumas that you're dealing with have got you through your spiritual journey, call up a therapist, you know, call up somebody who specializes in trauma, somebody who can really, truly guide you in the way that you need it, because you might only think about A and B when it comes to solutions, when it, when having someone else to be your sounding board might show you, you know, C, D, E, and F that you didn't even think about, you know? And some people may need to take medication through this process. You know, I'm not a doctor, but you should go to one if you need to. There is no shame in the medicine game. Props to Pete Davison. <laughs> he was right about that. But it's part of, fixing the things that need fixing. You know, if you have a brick wall and the mortar failed and the bricks have fallen out, you got to repair it. You got to put what needs to be put back back. And if you need help, there's no shame in getting help. That shows you that you're making healthy decisions for yourself and that you're learning about yourself, you know? Um, and a lot of times when we're talking about family issues and darkness that you're dealing with through the spiritual awakening process, some of that needs to be constructed with a professional. You know, sometimes those things that have been done to you are so big and so, you know, rigid and, and devastating that you need special help to, to glue yourself back together. Now, this also goes for like things that you can do for yourself. You know, um, one thing that really helped me through my awakening was meditation and journaling together in that way. I would do different, explore different types of meditation, explore different issues in my life that I needed answers to or that I wanted to see resolution in. And I would meditate on it. And whatever came to me through those meditations, I would journal it. I would write down. I would always leave a space where I could go back and amend the, the record. You know, if, say, I saw a sign in my meditations, I would look for the sign in my daily life. And if I saw it, I would make note, write it down. Now, see, you know, and this way I could go back and see how the whole thing played out because sometimes it's good to have data, you know, and it helps you to notice, oh my God, I've been feeling like crap every day this past week, every single day. It's all about stuff that makes me feel terrible that then, you know, what you can like work on and what you can go and discover and, and pick through and find resolution for, you know, if you don't have the data there, then you're really not seeing the problem, you know? So it's go through and explore it in that way. Um, exercise, being out in nature, going for walks, getting your energy, your chi moving, 
that is really important for this process as well, especially when we're talking about like psychic gifts and intuition. Being in nature heightens your awareness so much. Like you're out there in the, the space where you're open and you can receive these energies. You could, you could see these different aspects of nature outside yourself, which is really a reflection of inside yourself, you know? So if you're feeling like really hectic and you need to neutralize that energy, go for a walk, go outside, let that, let the nature around you and the, and the earth around you absorb that crazy energy that you need to get rid of. You know, it really helps. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll go into the woods and I'll scream from the top of my lungs and just let it out. But that helps. You know, that's my way of processing it. It it may not work for you, but it works for me. And it's worth giving it a try. You know, profanity in the woods, top notch. (laughs) Another thing I like to do is I like to read. I'm a reader. Y'all know that. I always have authors on this show. I always talk to people who are writing books and who are exploring, you know, different things about spirituality. And by reading about different cultures and how different people around the world go through and experience different things when it comes to life, it's really eye-opening. It it broadens your horizons. It helps you to see answers from a different place, you know? Um, One thing for me that I like to do is I like to read books written by the Dalai Lama. I have found so much peace through his, his writing and his work and it's been an inspiration. Yet I am myself, I don't consider myself to be Buddhist. I do um, I do find value and wisdom in his writing. Now, you can read all different things, you know. The Quran is another book. When you feel like you need inspiration and wisdom and, and you look to another culture, look outside yourself, broaden your horizons, because it also helps you to see humanity. And... It, and take stock in what's right for, and what's wrong and what's what's part of your path and your belief system, you know, because you may realize that you have more in common with people so far away than you do with people right around you. And that's okay. We're all different and we all experience life differently, but it's good to get another perspective. I like to travel exactly for that reason. I like to see how other people live and how other people experience life because I might not see the answer, but if I went to go somewhere else, they may have that answer and it may inspire me to to come to that place as well, but in my own way, you know, just be careful about a cultural appropriation. There's a fine line between appropriation and appreciation. Um, Always make sure to, to, be very respectful when you are exploring other people's belief systems, you know, don't judge, don't be critical, because there are nuances that you may not be aware of, like cultural nuances. Um, But you can still find wisdom, wisdom is all around us, you just have to look, you know. Now, my biggest, best piece of advice when it comes to uh, spiritual awakening, and balancing the darker sides is if you are feeling like you're spiritually blocked, like you're just having a hard time, just your energies don't feel right. Things keep tripping up and messing up and everything's falling apart. I would say, go get a spiritual cleansing, go get a reading, go to a folk healer, a curandero, um, somebody who can have a heart to heart conversation with you and help you get down to the bottom of things. 
you know, when we're, when we need spiritual wisdom, we need to go to those who have seek that wisdom for themselves before us, because they can be very helpful. Find a mentor. If this, if you're feeling called to service, find a mentor that can help you to get through this process and realize your, your full potential when it comes to, you know, your healing service call. Um, what I do for myself is I, I have a couple of curanderos that I know, and I will call them up and I will talk about my issue. And by the end of the conversation, I just feel so much better. I feel like, like I'm me again. I feel like I have clarity because I'm, I'm getting it out of myself. It's not all in here. It's not all in here. It's out. I always like to clean my house too. I have the firm belief that our homes are a reflection of our inner lives. And if we have turmoil in here, chances are it's out around us too, you know? So if I want to set a new path or if I'm going through that awakening process where I'm, I'm struggling, I'm having that depression, I'm having that anxiety, I'll clean my house because there's vibrations and negativity all around my dwelling that can be feeding into this and causing the darker aspect of that awakening to come out. You know, it may be old memories, photos of my exes, you know, <laughs> that need to get thrown out. I might have come across, you know, um, a photo of a time when I was really unhappy or really unhealthy. And just having that photo up in the home could be causing me um, to feel triggered, you know, you have to be very well aware of the triggers around you and to mitigate those to help you find balance and healing. But these are just some of the, th the techniques that I have found that work, but this is by no means is an exhaustive list. There are so many things that you can do to help with your spiritual awakening. So if you don't, if you try some of these things and, and they're not for you, keep looking, you know, all of this is trial and error. It's a very individualized experience and we all see it differently. So what works for me may not be the full story for you. You might need to try things that are not listed here and that's okay. But I just want to reiterate here though, is if you're having trouble, please seek help because it does make a huge difference on your spiritual journey. You know, you may feel very disconnected and by talking to a therapist and a, and a health professional and getting a plan is definitely part of your spiritual well-being. And all of this is about well-being and health, you know, acknowledging that not every part of you is a happy part. And that's okay because there's things that you can do to turn that negativity and to learn from it and build from it and become stronger and healthier in the long run. And that's really all that we're supposed to be doing here on earth. So if you feel yourself going through the spiritual awakening, you are not alone. There's so many people out there. There's so many resources out there. Just, you know, do your research, find somebody who can help you and who can give you the, the, the support that you need through this process, you know. Below, if you guys have any ideas of things to do to balance this uh, spiritual awakening process, if I haven't listed it here, comment below and let me know because I am always open to new experiences, to learning what other people's perspectives are. So, you know, we love that here at Rumble Crow. I want to 
thank everybody for joining me. I'm Athena Silver, a professional psychic medium. Um, I do different spiritual services, different readings. If you are interested in having a private reading with me, my website is readingswithathenasilver.com. My Instagram is at athena.silver. My TikTok is at athena underscore silver. And my Facebook is readings with Athena Silver. Um, we will be back, not next week, but the week after. We have a bunch of really cool guests that will be coming up in the next couple of months. If there's anybody in particular that you would like to see, comment below. Um, I would love to have somebody on, you know? Um, many blessings and have a wonderful day.